0: This podcast may contain paid advertisements, but more on that later. Welcome to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast, where I discuss the nuts and bolts of business and leadership, with a focus on bootstrapping a business from the ground up. This podcast is for all entrepreneurs, bootstrappers, and leaders in all walks of life. My goal is to help you grow both personally and professionally. I am your host, Isaiah O'Connor. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Audible.com has the world's largest collection of audiobooks, as well as other spoken word content, such as podcasts and college lectures. Today's book I'm recommending is the book, The Millionaire Next Door. It is a wonderful book. I highly, highly recommend it. It explains the habits of your standard millionaire, and it might surprise you. As to what those habits are. And who they are. Go check it out. The Millionaire Next Door. If you want a free copy. You can go to audible.com. Forward slash bootstrap. To get a free 30 day trial of Audible. You will get one Audible original. I'm Sorry. Two Audible originals. One audio book. And a access to their streaming library. For a full 30 days. There is You can cancel it at any time, there's no contract on that. Also, if you have Amazon Plus, you get two books instead of just one. So, or Amazon Prime, sorry, Amazon Prime. So anyway, go check that out, audible.com forward slash bootstrap. Today, I actually talk about, a little bit about The Millionaire Next Door with my guest, Ashton Tate. In the interview, we will talk about who he is and what he does but we talk about being healthy and how important health is to you as an entrepreneur. Anyway, let's get right into it. Here's Ashton Tate. Okay,
1: welcome to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast. Today I have Ashton Tate with us. And Ashton, what company are you with? What do you do?
2: Yeah, so I own a health company called uh, Glory to Glory Fitness.
1: Okay, very cool. Now, I met you on the Entree Leadership page, which is, Dave Ramsey, I talk about him. If you listen to my podcast, I talk quite a bit about Dave Ramsey and entre leadership. And we met each other on the entre leadership page, which is really cool. And uh, met Ashton environmental on the podcast. He was happy to come on board and tell us a little bit about what he does. Because this is something that I've been wanting to talk about actually for a while: is being fit and healthy as part of being in business. Because a lot of times, myself as a prime example. You put so much energy into building your business and doing a doing 100 million things at once, you don't take care of your body. And then all of a sudden, your body comes to a screeching halt and brings everything else on top of it with it. So can you tell me a mm-hmm. little bit more about the business? What type of mistakes do business leaders make when it comes to health and fitness? Tell me and go. That's like the number one thing. Yeah. First, tell me what you're coming yeah, a little bit and then tell me about these business mistakes that you've talked about.
2: Yeah, yeah, man. So yeah, w- what my company does is, you know, again, we I i, I used to own a gym. So a little bit of background about myself, I, I was really overweight, um, really in bad shape in health. When I was younger, uh, I was about 300 pounds and ended up losing all that weight. And really, uh, you know, God transformed my health and my life. And people just started asking for help. They were like, man, if you can, if you can do that, like, can you help me because they saw how I used to live, you know, and so Went to college um for business and for health coaching and essentially just kind of built up a business while I was in college, just kind of on the side. And when I graduated, started doing that full time. And then I had like an actual like gym and uh, person, you know, we did personal training and classes, we did a little bit of online stuff. And then with COVID, you know, everything, everything kind of got flipped up, turned upside down, and uh, you know, we pivoted into where everything's pretty much online. So we do a couple different things. We partner mainly with like people who are business leaders, people, um, you know, pastors, business leaders, entrepreneurs, leaders in other people's companies um, like CFOs, CEOs, things like that. And essentially they outsource their health to us. So we help them optimize their health and and really use their health as, as their greatest asset in business to make more money, to have more impact, to have more freedom, to have more energy. Um, and so that's mainly what we help people do um, like on the personal side. And then we have a curriculum that we're, um, that we're doing with, it's essentially a uh, health curriculum for uh, students that we're piloting with schools uh, in the fall. So we have that. And then we have a corporate program as well, where we come in and help companies with their, so kind of a lot of different avenues, but the main thing that I guess we're going to talk about here is the individual um, just kind of the, the, the top five mistakes that i see people making you know in their health and they're super easy to avoid but a lot of times we don't even know we're doing them right and so the first mistake mm-hmm. i'd on, say that i see though. the most
1: yeah i just want to say yeah. one thing about the way you started that's how this podcast got started my business partner yeah. a guy named jason st. Clair, who by the way also owned a health uh health club for a while there he uh just was reaching out he reached out to a guy this athlete, he just was an athlete he was following. He's like, Hey, anyone know a good manager? Because I need a new manager. I had to fire my manager. My manager quit on me or something like that. And he just sent a message like on Twitter or something. He's like, you don't need a manager. You just need to do this and this and this and this. And his response, Oh, you're hired. What? You're my manager now. And then he had another person (laughs) just kind of reach out. Oh, can you help me with this? Oh, can you help me with that? And so he started the Athos.com, which is the host of this podcast. And we've yeah. been friends since uh, 22, 24 years ago, something like that. And we've been in touch with business. Mm. And so he brought me on board. And we both launched podcasts. Yeah. podcast. So I thought that was kind of cool that we just kind of got drawn into helping other people because of our own experience mm-hmm. and stuff. Because he learned yeah, how to man. grow a business I mean. and stuff. So I thought that was cool. Totally. So what's the number one business mistake? do you want to yeah. start at the lowest and go to the highest. You know, yeah top 10. let's do a yeah. countdown where would you do the fifth yeah. least least as bad but the fifth and go backwards or does that throw you too much yeah
2: no I mean none none of these necessarily are like more important it's just the top five things that I see that okay. people deal with some of them only deal with one some people deal with all of them so it's, it's not necessarily like a higher hierarchy it's more just
0: five all of these that things happen. are
2: okay. yeah yeah totally okay. so go ahead yeah Yeah, man. So the first first thing I see all the time is that people in business, like they have vision for their business, for their life, like what they want their family to be, their legacy. They have this vision and they spend time on retreats and they have all this stuff. And it's like, but they have no vision for their health. It's like, this is what our you know our first quarter goals are. This is what we're gonna do, and by the end of the year, this is what we're gonna build. This is. And then it's like for their health, you ask them what their process and what their vision and why they want to be healthy. And they're like, well, I just need to work out and not eat cookies. And, and you're like, why is that? Like, there's such a gap between both of those things. You know what I mean? And so it's really, it's such a mistake because like, if we get a vision for for our life, for our business, for our, for our family, for everything like that. And then we get a vision for what our health needs to look like to, to be able to do all those things. Cause health isn't just about working out randomly and just eating clean just because we should, or it's like, Hey, how can I specifically structure my health to help me do what I'm called to do long-term like period. And then you structure your health for that. And it all has purpose, but if you don't have that vision, then you're not going to, you're just going to be doing random stuff. And that's why people fall off fall off the wagon, quote unquote, and you know, they gotta get back on and they fall off. And it's just cycle a diet, all of their life.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: Because they haven't anchored their health. Mm-hmm. Whole lifestyle change. They never anchor. Yeah. So yeah, man. So that's probably the that's probably one of the biggest I see and that most people most people don't most people don't have.
1: New Year's Eve, New Year's resolution type of thing. I make New Year's resolution last about a week, and then you're done. Which is Mm -hmm. why the joke is that ninety-five percent of gym gym membership owners had no idea the gym was closed during COVID.
2: Oh yeah, totally. And it's such a small like, and it makes people feel better too. Like, uh, like. Like if you're spending 10, like most of these gym memberships, like 10, 20 bucks a month, like it's like nothing, like you didn't even notice it coming out of your account, you know? Mm
0: -hmm. And so
2: it's like, you don't even, but it makes them feel better. At least I have a gym membership. I could go It like, it almost like checks that little bit of a box for them, even though they're not really like being healthy. Isn't about just going to a gym or eating X, Y, Z. Like it's, that's not what it's about. It's about how can my body, how can I steward it? How can I partner with how it's made? So that it can bless and it can serve others for the long run, you know, and so mm-hmm. we get so like caught up in like the tactics of like, what do I need to do to lose weight or what do I need to and it's like, like we just shifting that mindset and aligning it with, you know, with the rest of our vision, because usually health can feel like this totally other aspect of of our lives like we I, I've known great men and women that like are crushing it in family, crushing it in business that they, I mean, they're amazing people. And then it's like, their health is just this like separate thing over here that they have no control over. That's always been really tough and it's okay. I mean, like health can be challenging. Like it was for me, but it's like, if we can bring those to where everything works together and your your health can help, you know, rather than it getting in the way, that's, that's that sweet spot we want to be in. So yeah, man, it's, it's important.
1: And I think you made a really good point there. Something you said just made me think: health is more than just losing weight. A lot of people think if I just lose weight, I will be healthy. Reminds me of a it was a, one of those commercials for uh, cholesterol or something, and it showed this you know lady in her late forties, mid early fifties, all dressed up nice, going to like a big gala event, coming out of a limo in a nice dress, walking really perfectly. And then she trips and falls, all of a sudden just flat. <laughs> and as she's walking out, it's like heart rate this, health, BMI, all these numbers are really good, all green. And then it's like cholesterol level, way up. <laughs> and then you can look really healthy, but there might be something off there that's yeah. not quite there. almost like being yeah. uh, Dave Ramsey. And Paul, I'm guessing you follow Dave Ramsey a little bit if you're on Entree Leadership. It talks about people oh, yeah. who look like I live they have in, money.
2: I live in Nashville.
1: Oh, well, there you go. Um, if you look like you have a lot of money, odds are you probably don't have as much as you look like. <laughs> you, know, you have a big, huge, fancy car, big, huge, fancy house, and you're buried in payments and you can barely make it in month to month. You look good, but you're
2: mm-hmm.
1: not really good. Yeah. So it would be another and one. And
2: that's where, totally. And that's where the health industry has has so failed us is because everybody it's like it's gotten everybody to look at the appearance how do you health has become a vain thing because it's all about how we appear and how we're perceived and how to others by just looking good rather than it being about how we can serve others better you know what i mean so like for me i'm I'm pretty fit I own a health company i you know i'm I'm very healthy. But I'm not some super shredded, like jacked guy. I mean, I have, I'm, I'm lean, and I, I, you know, I'm, I'm where I need to be in this season. But I've, I'm totally and perfectly healthy for where I need to be in this season. It's not about do I have this massive six pack and these bulging biceps. It's like it's all outside, external appearances that people are focused on, rather than the inside of how can I do. You know, what I'm called to do and how can I serve others? So that's really about what the vision, um, you know, is about. So,
1: and that's very, very perfect for this podcast. See, I didn't know that when I brought you on, I just like wanted to talk about helping my podcast from a business perspective. One of the reasons I asked you, and I don't know if you got to listen to much of the episodes on this podcast, but the thing I hammer home over and over and over again is value. And when you're in business, you should be providing value for your customers and providing value for your employees. And the more you grow the business, the more employees you can hire. The more employees that you hire, the more families get fed through your business, providing more and more value. Mm-hmm. Business is not about you. Thanks for the uh One other guy, which we're going to go with a different direction. I was going to talk to him a little bit about this. He is a balloon artist He started getting in shape and healthy again. And it was helping him do better with his balloons and endure some of these long builds and everything else. And he was getting healthy. And he was talking about another balloon artist who was a good friend of his, 46 years old, dropped out of a heart attack right in the middle of his life. Really early, really young. Yep. And yeah, yeah but health can take out your business. I've seen that so many times, too. Again, my my business world is the balloon world. I see person after person after person. I'm quitting balloons. I'm putting my business up to sell. Why? Well, my health is no good. I can't do anything. They have to yep. drop out. They have to sell. Totally. They, have to, they have to do something else. They have to go on uh, Medicare or whatever. They're yeah, falls apart.
2: And it's it's all it's all the work that they just did. They spend years and years busting it and doing all this work and just burning themselves out. And then they have nothing to show for it, you know? And so it's like, if we can walk in a balance and not just focus on building fast and just running ourselves into the ground and have a sustainable approach, then we'll have, it's the, it's the, you know, people are so focused on intensity rather than long-term consistency. And that's really what, especially in your health and in business and really in every area of life, like that's what it's all about, you know? Yeah. And so, which kind of brings like- Totally, totally, which kind of goes into like the second mistake I see people make, which is like, and a lot of times it happened. I mean, I, man, if I had a dollar for every time I saw this, I wouldn't, I wouldn't need to have a business. I just could make money off of this mistake. <laughs> but man, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like people think that they're too busy and that there they they'll be like this perfect time to take care of themselves. And so it's like they're they're crushing it in their business, they're working and it's like, "Oh, but this season I have this project in this in this business and oh, I'm so busy and once I hire this person or once I'm making this much or once my you know, once I stop caring taking care of this person, then I'll take care of myself." And it's like we think that there's going to be some perfect time where the heavens open up and it's like Uh, it's time to take care of your health and it's like that just that will never happen there's always going to be something that gets in the way right Mm -hmm. and so i see way too many people where it's like they're too busy to take care of themselves and they think there's going to be this i'm going to hop on calls all the time with people and it's like yeah i'll be able to do this in two months once once this happens i'll be able to do this in xyz once this happens or once i get done with this and it's like well how do you know you know we think that we know perfectly what's going to happen in the future when we don't. And so really the the procrastination and the waiting and thinking that we know is really just a form of pride because there's never a perfect time for us to take care of our health. There's never going to be an optimal. Now, sometimes there's seasons and we have windows of opportunities of grace that that God gives us to be able to, you know, make those changes for sure. But if we think that everything is going to be perfectly comfortable and everything is just going to be this perfect season where we have just plenty of money to do it, where we have plenty of time, where there's not anything that's getting in the way, like anything worth doing is going to be a fight, you know? And so just understanding that
1: people waiting until everything's perfect, till they find a mate and get married when they're still single, married people waiting until everything's perfect to have kids and unless something happens that surprises them. They never have kids. So yep. it's never a perfect time to do anything major. But it's one of those things, your health, uh, it, if you don't take care of it, it will become very important to you very, very quickly once you lose it. yeah, All of a sudden, you'll have yep. all the time in the world to focus on your health once you've lost it. Of course, at that time, it might yep. be too late. And real yep. quick to elaborate, for those of you I have done the whole thing, have you read uh, Good to Great by Jim Collins?
2: No, I haven't read it. It sounds really familiar. It might be on my book list
1: yeah, that I it's have on Dave with Re- 5,000 books, books on here. Dave's recommended reading list, by the way. Highly recommended. Oh, cool. I uh, tried to get yeah. on the podcast, but his time is so limited. His, uh, his podcast fee was a bit out of my range. But, um,
2: yeah.
1: he talks about the flywheel businesses, he calls it the flywheel and the, and the doom loop and the flywheel is steady, consistent over time, pushing a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more until you don't have to push so hard cause you're just kind of cruising. You still have to keep it going, but mm-hmm. it's a flywheel. It picks up speed. Yeah. But the doom loop is you push the flywheel once one way and then you stop and you push it back the other way, and then you push it back the other way, and then you push it back the other way, and it goes back and forth, back and forth. Mm-hmm. You don't really do fun, which is the way most people mm-hmm. approach health.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And by most totally. people, not including me in that one.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's what I used to do too, man. Like that, and that actually, what you were just saying, it's funny. That's like literally mistake number three, like in a nutshell, is like trying every new and shiny thing hoping that something will get them quick results and so it's like Mm. again it's that short-term intensity rather than the long-term consistency and so it's like we do this little thing for a little bit but then we get tired of it or again we don't anchor our health to those deeper things and so then we quit and we try to do this and and most people are so focused on getting like quick and hasty results how can i do how can i lose 100 pounds in 30 days it's like I could care less about how much weight you lose in a short amount of time. And I care more about, can you actually sustain that for six months, a year, five years, 20 years down the road. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I care about. I would rather somebody lose, you know, 50 pounds over a year and a half and get healthy and have more energy and all that stuff and actually maintain that for 20 years, you know, and again, every season is going to look a little bit different, but if you have the, the found, you know, the foundation, and you have the principles and the framework so that you know how to be healthy in any season, you'll be able to, you know, combat whatever comes, but it's, yeah, man, it's like, we, we, we get tired of this. And once we get quick results, then we just go right back to what we were doing. And, you know, it's, it's that shiny objects syndrome. Oh, this new diet is out, or this new doctor says this, or this new super food or this new, and it's like, it's all. Yeah, exactly. It's the it's the quick, you know, and that's what the Bible talks about, you know, not to do things hastily, not to just hastily try to do things to get rash, quick results. But when people want that, the the quick, the, you know, this God is doing a quick work in my life or, oh, this is going to be a quick thing that I just have to do real quick. You know, we end up not getting the value out of it and we end up not being perfected in that season and actually building a foundation that's lasting. When really what we need to be focusing on is the sure work. How can I fully transform the way that I think about health so that my actions flow, you know, from there so that it lasts? Like how many, like, man, how many times I talk to someone and they're like, yeah, I lost 60 pounds in the last six months. And I'm like, that's awesome. Be encouraged. That's, that's a great um, thing. But they're doing some crazy extreme thing and they're eating almost nothing. And it's like they're going to go back. And they're going to gain eighty back, and now they're twenty pounds over where they were. And they're going to do that, and it's actually worse for our body to gain a bunch of weight and then lose it and then gain more, and that because our body doesn't even know what to do. Like, you know, those there's some people who are unhealthy, who it's like they like it feels like they never get sick, they never like, but it's like at least their body knows what to expect, like. You know, like at least it knows that they're going to be unhealthy rather than what's what's going to happen today. What season are we in now? Are we going to be heavy or are we not? You know, so it's it's key.
1: Everything. Consistency over time. You know, what's one of the worst things can happen to most people? One of the absolute worst things that can happen to people. If you look at the results of this thing happening. You know what that is? Winning the lotto. Winning the lotto is quite possibly one of the worst things that can happen to you. hmm Uh it sounds crazy. You're like, well, when I win the lottery, that's not wishful thinking. I'll just one day wish I'll just I'll just get healthy one day. Almost like they just expect it to. But yep. winning the lotto, uh there's a YouTube channel called Today I Found Out and they went through lotto winners like super million lot of winners, not like winning a like hundred bucks on a scratcher or something like that, but like massive winnings. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all but one had a miserable life. And even that one had extra problems. He wasn't expecting, but even the ones that don't go and blow it all on, on partying and drugs and then prostitutes and there, all this other stuff, which a lot of them do. And if they don't go blow it all and wind up worse in debt than they were beforehand, Odds are something that actually kills them for their money. <laughs> like There's been a lot of people who win the lotto and they get murdered like, right away. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, I mean, because it's mm-hmm. that instant success, that overnight success. And yeah. same with all businesses. Um, the best way to be an overnight success is not to be an overnight success. I mean, yeah. you, you look at the overnight successes in business, and nine times out of ten, They've been going for 15, 20 years and no one, it just, no one noticed them. It wasn't overnight success. It was oversight overnight being noticed. noticed all, And
2: and it's the same thing. Exactly. It's, it's the same thing with health too. You know, like, like people are so obsessed with the results and getting to their goal, which again, that's important. We need to be focused on that. You know, we want to hit our targets. We in business, we want to hit our targets. We need to produce like, that's important. But we're not focused on the process and falling in love with being faithful with the process. Because that's where really like, who, like, whether it's your health progress, whether it's money, whether it's fame, whether it's power or authority, like having all of that stuff just amplifies who you actually really are. And so if you don't go through that season where you're being tested, where you're walking through that process of becoming who you need to be to be able to support those things in business, in life, but with your health, you're not going to sustain any of it. And you're going to, you're not going to be ready to steward it. Right. And so mm-hmm. that's really what, that's really what it's about, man. That's solid. That's really good.
1: So we've hit three of the five. So what would mm-hmm. number four?
2: Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny how I feel like our conversation, it wasn't planned, but it's kind of segueing <laughs> into each <laughs> some reason but what mistake number four is they focused on doing instead of being you know as as leaders it's like we just try to work harder we focus on what i just what i just need to do what is the tactics what is the and you know instead of being that person that we want you know we want to look at that future version of ourselves that we want to be that vision for our life you know and a lot of people make the mistake too underneath kind of this mistake number four of comparing themselves to others too it's like well this person is here i'm not and i'm not there yet or and it's like the only person we need to really be comparing ourselves to is who we're called to be in the future is that better version of ourselves, and are we living up to who we want to be and that's the same thing in our health and so focusing on who we want to be that person that we want to be whether it's a better father or mother whether it's a better leader whether it's all of those things. And how can my help help me health, help me get there? How can it, how can I be that person in what in uh, in, you know, in the day to day to help me to be that person for the future. And then the actions just flow out of that. Right. It's all like the health industry. Like, I I don't know if you can tell, but I don't love the health industry. Quick tangent. Like uh, we have more health coaches more gyms, more supplement companies, more trainers, more, you name it than we ever have had in history in the world. And especially in the U S but somehow our health, like the preventable health in America in particular is by far worse than it's ever been. And so it's like the health company, the the health industry has utterly and completely failed us, (laughs) you know? And so it's, and it's all because we focus like, on just selling people stuff that they don't need on this cookie cutter way or this new way of doing this, just to get clicks, just to, just to make money. And again, I'm not against making money. I want to make a ton of money, you know, so that I can give to people, I can bless people, but not at the expense of, of the person, you know? And so it's the people focus so much on these yeah. tactics and what I just need to do rather to than
1: provide value and the money comes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Have, mm-hmm. You, have you read the go-giver? Yeah. Have you read The Go-Giver? Mm-hmm. It's on Dave's list. It's a great one. It's a short yeah. little one. I'll have to check it out. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll have, I have, to, have to check out the list. Both authors, actually. Bob Berg mm-hmm. and uh, John David Mann. And Bob Berg's is really oh, cool. He, he, that interview, you'll have to go listen to it. And if you're listening to this podcast, you haven't listened to it, you can go listen to that interview. Not because anything I said, because what he said was amazing. Um, yeah. He's, uh, and he's buddies with Dave. They're all buddies with Dave, go figure. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. he talks about the law of value, which is the more people you provide value for, the more people, the more money you'll make. So if you can provide value for people, lots and lots of people, your goal is providing value, but that just will cause it to come back and of money. But so mm-hmm. many people chase money more than value. Mm-hmm. I've been in... in one of my earlier podcasts and when I was doing a blog first, the blog just takes way more time than the podcast, um, which I don't have, but I talked about how DC rushed their, their, uh, their movie to production for money. The, um, I'm justice league movie that, which bombed horribly. Um. And it turns out yeah. that the producers, had a big bonus that they were going to miss if they didn't get it to print, and so they just kind of rushed it and printed it right away because all they wanted to do was make the money. Meanwhile, Marvel yep. just did it over time. They a steady thing. They focus on telling their stories the way they want to because that's what they loved, and they mm-hmm. blow them out of the water every step of the way. A similar thing. Oh, oh okay. yeah. Another thing I thought of.
2: Yeah, Marvel has crushed. Oh, yeah. They've crushed it. I mean, I was thinking about that the other day. It's funny you mention it. I like get they have absolutely crushed DC. I mean, obviously DC has Batman and some of those things and mm-hmm. but they have just destroyed them. It's such a it's an interesting yeah. yeah. If
1: you go through my podcasts and blogs, I take a lot of these business notes about how they did it and why they did that all this stuff too. But um also, do you have any kids? Not yet. Okay. Mm-mm. Well, when you have kids? look. All all parents, especially the first time around, need to get the books, what to expect when you're expecting and what to expect when you're expecting the first year. They're mm. very detailed okay. books about what's going on, where the pregnancy, what does this mean, what does that mean? Oh no, this weird thing happened, you know, all this stuff. No the Braxton Hicks contractions which are mini contractions are is just the warm up that's not real don't rush to the hospital yet yeah <laughs> you know, stuff like that really good yeah, really totally yeah but in the second one it goes over like all the time it says at this age most kids will be speaking their first word but don't freak out if your kid's not every kid develops different yeah. all the time like every other every chapter it says remember if your kid isn't here yet don't freak out they all develop at a different pace. If you're worried because mm-hmm. they seem to be really behind, sure, go talk to your doctor. But don't freak out if, or don't feel super special if your kid talks at you know one year, or your kid on the, the other kid on the flip side doesn't talk till year and a half. I can't remember totally. if it was my little brother, and my little sister. They didn't talk for a long time, longer than all the rest. And my mom mm-hmm. freaked out. She talked to the doctor and said, "Hey, question: like, Does your kid with?" Three big brothers ever have to ask for anything? Like, what? No. Do they, they, they just point and then one of the siblings gets it for them? Yeah. That's why they don't talk. They don't need to. It was true. We just point, we got no speaking. So yep. There's nothing wrong with the kid. Just, you know? So, but it's the same just way. Little so things. When you, can, when you compare yourself, just You can't compare yourself to anyone else. You don't know where they are in their journey. You don't know what mm-hmm. they went through to get in that shape. You don't know how good they have, yeah. how good they look at. I remember, uh, ever see the show Castle? The TV show, mm-hmm. Castle?
0: Well, in one of those mm-hmm. episodes, yeah. for
1: those who haven't watched, um, this detective from Hong Kong or Japan or something shows up. And she's like Superwoman. She's better at uh, Kate. Kate Beckett's the detective better at her at being a detective knows martial arts and do ninja stuff. And it's like super amazing and awesome. And she gets super, super jealous. And then she finds out that, yeah, you don't want my life because my husband's leaving me and he's probably gonna get full custody of the kid. And my private life is just totally torn apart. And this yeah, episode, totally carrying herself and like, you realize, oh well, my private life is doing good and I'm not as good as her, but my life's together. You never know. You never, mm-hmm. don't know what's behind it. You see someone super healthy and then find out they're completely flat broke because they spent all the money totally. on
2: the <laughs> Totally. Well and and too, like to note, like some of these like like for for you and for anyone listening, like take a second and picture someone that you think is healthy is like the top of their health. And you're probably picturing like Thor or Captain America or some celebrity that's super fit or like, and it's like we picture all these people and like, we don't know what their lives look like. Like we we can't like, it's so different and that their level of health isn't realistic. It's like, you think about some of these celebrities and some of these people that are so healthy and so fit and it's like they have private chefs making all of their food. They have the best celebrity trainers training them. They get paid millions of dollars to 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 look to look this way. The Rock has a massive private gym that flies with him wherever he goes and gets set up. in tw- I mean, it's just it's mm. not practical. And that's fun and that's cool and that's On what they do note, for a living and
1: that's fine. I, I do have the yeah. body of Thor in in game.
2: Yeah, in game. I know.
1: That was so disappointing. I was like, because I always like, you
2: know, it's entertaining. And then he's, I thought it, he was going to, like, not be fat. Like, like there's going to be a point where, like, he went back to being shredded and stuff. And they didn't. And I was like, what the heck, man? Anyways, at least that yeah. shows but, that he
1: has to work at it, too, like any other person. Because he let himself go. Yeah. But, he but, let himself go. Yeah. But,
2: uh, and that's, uh, you know, that's. Full
1: on PTSD. Actually, they, they, they really showed what PTSD does to people. Mm-hmm. And even Thor, I guess, was. I mean, he lost his mom, his girlfriend. Yep. Something yep. like seventy-five percent of his planet, of his people on his planet, because they wiped out about half the planet. All survived, and then Thanos came and killed totally. another half of the half. <laughs> it's
2: like totally. Uh, yeah. So it's you know we we look at these people and it's just it's unrealistic. You know, it's not it's not real, and so we compare ourselves to them. And it's like, or, or we have people that are kind of like us, but they spend hours and hours in the gym and they do all this crazy stuff with supplements and all this, because all they care about it, because it's self-centered, it serves them rather than their health serving others and their marriage is falling apart. They don't have any relationships. Mm -hmm. They turn others off of health. It's like, that's not healthy. That just, you just look good for a little bit of time.
1: You see these guys in comedies where they're so healthy, but they're so focused. Everyone hates them. (laughs) They're so focused on themselves
2: whole oh, ego thing, mhm, yeah, and so that's where sometimes it's like for my clients, it's like if you go over to someone's house and they make a fun dinner and it's not something that you would normally eat, like as far as like health wise, maybe it's you know something that has a little bit more carbs or something like that, it's like enjoy it, don't go crazy, but enjoy it and bless them because it's about serving them rather than it rather than it is about just you being this super health crazy person it's like your health and that journey and what you're doing is always about the other person is always about serving them rather than being self-centered and self-seeking and worried about ourselves you know and so that's what that's what the, what the goal is for sure so yeah man so what would
1: be about the last one we're kind of running out of time here so what would be the last thing you yeah. think people make mistake wise
2: yeah yeah. Yeah. So this, this one's probably one of my favorites cause people really don't think about this. So we've all heard of, you know, in business opportunity cost, right? Like mm. that's, we all know what that is. Yeah. And so like what most people do, if they own a company, they staff their weaknesses. They, you know, like I'm not super, super great at like marketing. I'm not very good. I'm definitely not good at like art and like creative, like, like logos. And I just, that's just not what I'm great at. So I hire people to do that and I can, I help them and I know what I'm doing with it, but I outsource that. Right. And Mm. because that's not in my wheelhouse. And as we grow as a business leader, we have to do the things that are in our wheelhouse that only we can do or else everything, we're not going to specialize in anything and there's not going to be any focus. And so most people think about that that with marketing. Totally like, but most people think about that with marketing or HR or creative work or accounting or, but nobody ever thinks about it with health. You know, Mm -hmm. like I don't doubt that most business leaders out there could take control of their health if they really wanted to. Most people are very smart. They're determined. They're like, they could do the research and they could probably do it themselves. It would take them a heck of a lot longer. (laughs) They would have to spend a lot more money with all the failures and all the stuff that they don't do. And it would take their focus off of the things that they really need to do. Right. And so there it's that opportunity cost of like, if I'm focusing on my health and if I have to do everything and I have to do the research and I have to figure it out and trial and error, everything, there's so much more impact. There's so much more money that's left on the table because, because we're trying to do something that's not in our wheelhouse. And if health isn't in your wheelhouse, that's okay like not all of us all of us are are in business to to be to be in health i particularly am but a lot of other people aren't and that's okay and knowing where we can help each other and where we can lift each other up and what's what you know what grace has been given to me and what You know, the revelations have been given to me that I can help you with. And then for your marketing abilities or for your accounting abilities and stuff like that, those can help me because that's not primarily what I'm gifted for, you know? And so really being able to outsource their health, really being able to offload that so that somebody else can not necessarily do it for them, but can help them to make sure that they're right up front doing the right things can take all of the time of research, can take all the uh, time of trial and error off of them so that they can focus on what they need to do rather than all of this stuff that they that may be right, that may not be right. It's just but if if you outsource that, then you can get it right. You can get results faster. You can use your health as an asset to make more money. Like it's it's so much better to have someone else do that for you in every possible way. You know, that, and that you also can also
1: hold you accountable without being a jerk totally but but totally then, unless you need to be but, but there's a difference between giving giving someone a stiff kick in the butt and being a jerk there is a difference oh yeah but yeah uh, and i have clients to, too give them kick
2: yeah i mean i i have clients too where it's like you know my my job as a coach my job as
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, uh you know if, for partnering with them is not to be their friend all the time sometimes yeah. i have to call people out hey you know, here's what your goal is. Here, what here's what is happening you, you in the season. I want to keep you accountable. I want to hold you to that, like, mm-hmm. because a lot of times if we're doing that by ourselves, like, we need somebody else to speak some of that truth and love to us, because mm-hmm. that's what what it's about. And and what's actually not loving and not helpful to them is just being their friend and just doing whatever. You know, so that's really mm-hmm. that accountability.
1: Exactly, and it's easier sometimes to have someone outside of your friends and family.
2: Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah.
1: Spouses. You know, if, yeah, I can encourage my my wife to be healthy and she wants me to, and we come to a plan together, that's fine. But you see, especially the sitcoms, the guy comes in and honey, you're fat, go to the jam. You know, it's a really jerkish way of doing it, of course. And the sitcom is supposed to be funny. And I never, yeah. did, but, you know, married with children kind of, I never thought that was funny. I always never watched that show unless someone else had it on. But that whole yeah. attitude of trying to, even if it's in love, even if you're trying to, it can come across as controlling and manipulative and really mess with your friendships and your relationships, Where, especially if you're an adult and you're, your spouse or your mom, you're as an adult, trying to tell you to, what to do to get healthy. It can be like, yeah, I know what you're saying is true, but I'm an adult. Please let me be. But it's different when you outsource that type of thing, when you have someone that yeah. it's a different relationship. For example, my mom told it's me stuff. It's different
2: when it's family, too. And it's, it's my so pastor different. told me something, like,
1: and it's easier. <laughs> and I love my mom. Oh, totally. Bits, but sometimes it's harder for me to hear from my mom something my pastor would tell me. It's the same thing, but sometimes it's yeah. harder for me to take from my mom, even though I want to.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I have a buddy who, um, he's actually a, one of the pastors at my church and he, he, like he, he really loves health and stewarding his body. And he's, he's just about, he's as fit as I am. And is he didn't go to school for it, but he does a lot of research and he does a really good job. We talk about it all the time. And, and his in laws, um, are super successful. They own a, a big company in Nashville. They're, Amazing, amazing people. And, and like they could have totally gotten help from him because he could have totally, like, he'll give them little pieces of advice or they'll ask him random questions. But it's like they needed a guy, you know, you know, they have a guy to work on their cars, they have a guy to do their lawn. They like, they kind of needed a guy, like a third party to come in. Cause yeah, there's something about family where it's like, I know you're really good at this. I know what you're saying is true, but it's just there. And two, You know, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So, a lot of people that want to get results, they think putting $10 into something or doing some free challenge is going to get them there, but they haven't put their money or their treasure or their time Mm. or their um, focus where their mouth is. And so they don't get anything, you know, out of it. So, that's huge.
1: You put this into a straight business perspective no matter what business you have, you're outsourcing something for someone else. Just oh, yeah. it struck me everything. Even if you're, even if you're just on a grocery store, you're outsourcing food pr- production. Um, ever see the YouTube channel. Uh, oh, and also uh, Rabbi uh, da- Daniel uh, Lappin. No, Daniel Lappin. Rabbi Daniel Lappin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. talks about this type of thing too. Where you know what happens if you were the only person left on Earth. Well, you'd be really nice. It'd be nice for a little while until your food ran out. Now you have to go figure out how to grow your own grain, and you have to go. I mean, everything's outsourced. People don't realize how much of their life totally. is really outsourced. If you want to know, go watch yeah. the uh, YouTube channel "How to Make Everything." Have you heard of that? How to make a chicken sandwich uh-huh. in six months and forty five hundred bucks, and he grows his wheat, grows totally. the chickens milks a cow makes his own milk makes his uh makes his own cheese makes his own bread from scratch oh wait he had to go make a mortar and pestle to grind it from scratch i mean he builds everything from the ground up and it's nowhere near as good as our modern stuff but like he did his own hot sauce he had to make the clay pots fire the clay pots in the oven he had to make and then like (laughs) and made made the hot sauce put it in there and it worked but it kind of soaked into the pot and kind of ruined the pot i mean like it really shows you how much we need everything we outsource some everything in our life Mm -hmm. it's just what's one more thing because you don't realize it and same with with us in balloons uh when you're a balloon artist it's really hard to compete with the diy people because first of all you have to realize they're not your market second of all uh what people don't realize, especially businesses with do-it-yourself balloons, I've seen businesses have their employees make balloons for the company for a big event. Here's some problems. Same with help. Oh, you'll see the parallel here. First of all, if you have employees that work in a retail store, their job is taking care of customers and making sure the store's clean and stocked. And... Have, take your retail employees and sticking them on making balloons when they don't know what they're doing. They don't have equipment. One girl had just a little hand pump, which takes about 25 or 30 pumps per balloon, for the round ones, to do it. Yeah, Took an employee off the clock all day long for eight hours, basically paying them for doing something they don't know how to do. Then doesn't look great. It looks like an amateur did it because, well, an amateur did do it. Doesn't look professional. Yeah. Customers walk by and it mm-hmm. looks like, yeah, doesn't look great. Doesn't look professional. Doesn't give a great image, and all that time, effort, energy, that that cost. Well, let's see. Let's say that it was ten dollars an hour. That employee took eight hours to make a balloon column that looks horrible. That's at eighty dollars. Just for that, plus you bought the balloon, plus you bought the thing, plus you might have had an upset customer or two that walked out because they weren't being helped. So the average balloon column runs about 80 bucks In the U.S., 8200 bucks. What you would pay your employee for the same time doing it, it looks professional. And it takes a good balloon artist about 15 minutes to do it. Come in, set it up, make it, and leave. And yep. that's how long it takes me to do it. And that's five minutes setting up, five minutes to make it, and five minutes to leave. I'm in and out, and done. Totally. And it's the same thing with health. Health, I, you know, when I don't have time, you know, to sit down and go, okay, I got to make. I've tried to follow, make a diet plan, follow a diet plan just to get healthy. You know, trying not to go too crazy on it. Trying to find a good workout plan that can do steadily and increase it. And it's so much yeah. all that extra effort to do it. I don't have time. So let's yep. wrap this up. You have some free work. We were talking before that you had some free resources, a website, how to contact you, all that good stuff. And yep. anything you tell me about, I'm going to go ahead and put on my website in the podcast notes. So you can go click on links as well. So yeah, what's your totally. uh, website? And yeah. I'll,
2: yeah I'll, I'll put the link um, to my Facebook page. Uh, like I post daily, helpful trainings and content and lives like all the time. That's how we met, um, in Facebook, um, of just helping people, um, answering questions stuff like that. So I'll, I'll put, we'll put that in the link. And then, yeah, I have a link, um, for you guys to download, uh, a short book that I, that I wrote. Um, and it basically just talks through, um, a little bit more in detail about the mistakes that people make. It talks through, um, everything that you need to focus on to live that healthy lifestyle. It talks about some secrets that I have learned um, throughout the years of personally transforming my health and helping, you know, hundreds of other people doing it. So just a ton of like value packed in a short um, in a short book that you can download in a couple minutes and read and just start to implement some of the practical things to give you a good place to start um, in there too. So we'll link that in there so you can download that and it should be really, really helpful for you guys.
1: Okay, we got to go. i got to wrap this up. So, everyone, thank you, Ashton, for coming on. Um, Everyone, go check him out on Facebook. Go check out his website, Free. As one of my friends said, is his favorite four-letter F word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Free is always good. Ashton's a great guy. Go check him out. And remember, if you're in business, don't forget about your health. It's very, very important. You don't want to make it the only thing, but you have to make it there. You have to be aware of it. It's very important. Now, you know, I'm trying to be more aware of it as well. Anyway, everyone, we'll talk to you later. See you on the next podcast.
0: If you found value in this content, please leave a comment and give us a five-star rating on whichever podcast platform you use. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most other podcast platforms. If you would like to support us, you can check out our sponsor links, or if you would like to directly support the show, you can donate or join our membership program at buymeacoffee.com forward slash bootstrap. Of course, it really helps when you share these podcasts as well. If you would like to interact with me and other bootstrappers and leaders, you can join our O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast Facebook group. You have been listening to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast and Athos Business Solutions Podcast for our companion podcast, the Athos Business Podcast, hosted by Jason St. Clair, past episodes and related blogs, check out our website at www.athos.com, which is www.a-t-h-e-o-z.com or atheoz.com. Until next time, I've been your friendly neighborhood entrepreneur, Isaiah O'Connor.